This podcast is brought to you by the Village of Bedford Park, your home for business. Over 450 businesses strong and growing with a safe, reliable Lake Michigan water supply. Visit VOBPBiz.com and bring your business home to the Village of Bedford Park. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Information to make cash and save cash. The WBBM Noon Business Hour. A private equity firm's considering providing some financing for a buyout of Twitter. We'll cover that in our next segment. Right now, though, the report on March housing starts leads today's data. We're joined by Gus Fauché, chief economist at PNC Financial Services in Pittsburgh. Gus, surprising numbers, a little bit better than expected. Um, that's right. So we saw small increases in housing starts and permits in uh, March from February. Uh, and in fact, we saw uh, housing starts at their highest level since 2006. Um, and, and so, you know, the home building industry remains good. Uh, a lot of the growth came on the multifamily side, so apartments and condominiums, uh, but generally solid conditions for home building in early 2022. Again, this was three tenths of a percent that we saw the increase uh, for a seasonal adjustment in March. Uh, I'm curious what we're seeing with single family homes. You mentioned the multifamily units. Yeah, we saw a small decline in both starts and permits for single-family homes. Uh, these numbers can be variable, and they'll bounce, around, bounce around a lot from month to month. But generally, conditions are, are still pretty solid. Even with higher mortgage rates, uh, there is a lot of demand for new homes uh, because of the pandemic. And so I think that housing starts will remain strong uh, through the rest of 2022. Well, there's also you mentioned that there's there's demand still, but there's also a backlog, I believe, of houses that have yet to be built waiting to be started. Maybe that's playing a role as well. That's right. And and obviously, uh, builders are having difficulty in getting some building materials, and we've seen prices go up. Uh, There are shortages of construction workers in some parts of the country. Um, And so that's some of these supply chain difficulties get themselves worked out as we see more labor supply. I think that's a big reason why we expect to see uh, further increases in housing starts later this year. You mentioned rising mortgage rates. We're also seeing an obvious increase in inflation. So let's broaden our scope a little bit and talk about that inflation and its impact specifically on the U.S. economy. Um, yeah, so the, the key impact is going to be uh, two things, the first of which is is that it is going to make it more difficult for consumers to spend. Uh, higher gasoline prices in particular are taking a bite out of their budgets, and so they may be cutting back in other areas. Uh, the other thing is that we see the Federal Reserve raising interest rates in an effort to slow inflation. That makes it more expensive for households to borrow, for businesses to borrow, uh, and hopefully that will allow growth to slow uh, and in- allow inflation to slow without pushing the economy into recession. Well, and as we're experiencing this balancing act, as you mentioned with the Fed, we're seeing reports just uh, today, if Fannie Mae gave a forecast of a modest recession next year, I feel like that's just this buzzword of recession. Do you think that that's looming in, in the U.S. economy's future next year? Uh, I, I certainly the risk, think the risk of recession has gone up because of the Russian invasion of Ukraine and its impact on uh, energy prices and, and global economic growth. I'm hopeful that the U.S. economy can avoid a recession in 2023, uh, but certainly the, the probability of one happening has increased uh, and that you know, the risks are out there. 
Thanks so much, Gus Fauché, chief economist at PNC Financial Services based in Pittsburgh. Coming up, the latest on efforts for a takeover of Twitter. The WBBM Noon Business Hour continues. Well, it's Travel Tuesday, and as more people return to international trips, they may want to re-examine their credit card choices. So let's get some help from Ted Rossman, an industry analyst at CreditCards.com based in New York. Ted, we had big news announced from the TSA, and I'm guessing if you didn't already have travel plans, maybe people are making them. But what are some ways that we can make the most out of that trip? Well, travel is definitely picking up, and credit cards fit into this in a big way. You know, one, obviously, is the rewards angle. You want to make sure that you're earning as many rewards as possible. You can redeem those rewards for a free trip. I also think it's important to bring up some of these travel insurance benefits that a lot of cards have, especially high-end cards like Amex Platinum, Chase Sapphire Reserve, Capital One Venture X, you know, a lot of these include really beneficial protections. If you get sick while abroad or if your trip is canceled or interrupted for some reason, uh, even things like rental car insurance, uh, these are some really nice perks. Well, and I'll tell you, there are perks when you when you need them, but it is a cause of anxiety when traveling abroad. I just recently, I was out of the country and, and having to worry about getting sick, whether my flight was canceled. You're supposed to be able to enjoy your travel. And so I think, as you mentioned, some of these credit cards can sort of offer a peace of mind as well. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I think that especially domestically, We have a lot more protections, like, for example, your existing health insurance is going to be much more likely to cover you. Um, You know, airlines have gotten good about their change policies, where most of the time now you can at least get your money back in the form of a voucher, even if it's not actual money back. Actual money back is more likely if they cancel on you. If you cancel, it's usually more of a no questions asked, here's a voucher, Internationally, though, it gets more complicated, and that's historically when we've recommended travel insurance because these trips are more complicated, there's different rules abroad, it's often more expensive. All of that said, some of these higher-end credit cards can get you pretty much all the perks you need without any additional cost. If we're thinking about things like you know, insurance for medical issues or flight delays, cancellations, It's important to think through your specific trip. You know, I still think something like a cruise or a very expensive multi-leg journey, you know, maybe you do need your own travel insurance. But a lot of times the free perks with these high-end credit cards can, can give you a lot of good peace of mind. Well, and it's worth looking into. If you already have one of these cards, maybe you don't realize the full benefits of it either. And so maybe it's uh, advisable to go back and, and see all of those benefits that are offered. It really is. It's the kind of thing that a lot of times you don't think about until it happens. But it is good to read up on these things. I especially like what the Chase Sapphire Reserve offers, like everything from primary rental car insurance, which is really nice. And that actually extends abroad, too. It's not just domestic. I mean, that's really great to avoid paying those hefty premiums to the rental car agency, but also avoiding the need to contact your personal insurance company if, God forbid, you're in an accident. Um, You know, that card also has really good protections for if your trip is interrupted, if you get sick abroad, if you, you know, your luggage is lost or delayed or or just all these different things that can happen. So um, that's an especially good one. Um, But the Amex Platinum is very good as well. Any card with a Visa Infinite logo has really good travel insurance perks. That includes the Capital One Venture X. Um, So yeah, I would definitely encourage people to 
familiarize themselves with what these policies cover. Thanks so much, Ted Rossman, an industry analyst at CreditCards.com in New York. Still ahead on this Travel Tuesday, what's next now that the U.S. government has given the okay for trips abroad? The WBBM Noon Business Hour continues. Well, it's Travel Tuesday, and as more people return to international trips, they may want to re-examine their credit card choices. So let's get some help from Ted Rossman, an industry analyst at CreditCards.com based in New York. Ted, we had big news announced from the TSA, and I'm guessing if you didn't already have travel plans, maybe people are making them. But what are some ways that we can make the most out of that trip? Well, travel is definitely picking up, and credit cards fit into this in a big way. You know, one, obviously, is the rewards angle. You want to make sure that you're earning as many rewards as possible. You can redeem those rewards for a free trip. I also think it's important to bring up some of these travel insurance benefits that a lot of cards have, especially high-end cards like Amex Platinum, Chase Sapphire Reserve, Capital One Venture X. You know, a lot of these include really beneficial protections. If you get sick while abroad or if your trip is canceled or interrupted for some reason, uh, even things like rental car insurance, uh, these are some really nice perks. Well, and I'll tell you, there are perks when you when you need them, but it is a cause of anxiety when traveling abroad. I just recently, I was out of the country and, and having to worry about getting sick, whether my flight was canceled. You're supposed to be able to enjoy your travel. And so I think, as you mentioned, some of these credit cards can sort of offer a peace of mind as well. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I think that especially domestically, we have a lot more protections, like, for example, your existing health insurance is going to be much more likely to cover you. Um, you know, airlines have gotten good about their change policies, where most of the time now you can at least get your money back in the form of a voucher, even if it's not actual money back. Actual money back is more likely if they cancel on you. If you cancel, it's usually more of a no questions asked, here's a voucher. Internationally, though, it gets more complicated. And that's historically when we've recommended travel insurance because these trips are more complicated. There's different rules abroad. It's often more expensive. All of that said, some of these higher end credit cards can get you pretty much all the perks you need without any additional cost. If we're thinking about things like, you know, insurance for medical issues or flight delays, cancellations, it's important to think through your specific trip. You know, I still think something like a cruise or a very expensive multi-leg journey, you know, maybe you do need your own travel insurance, but a lot of times the free perks with these high-end credit cards can can give you a lot of good peace of mind. Well, and it's worth looking into. If you already have one of these cards, maybe you don't realize the full benefits of it either, and so maybe it's uh, advisable to go back and, and see all of those benefits that are offered. It really is. It's the kind of thing that a lot of times you don't think about until it happens. But it is good to read up on these things. I especially like what the Chase Sapphire Reserve offers, like everything from primary rental car insurance, which is really nice. And that actually extends abroad, too. It's not just domestic. I mean, that's really great to avoid paying those hefty premiums to the rental car agency, but also avoiding the need to contact your personal insurance company if, God forbid, you're in an accident. Um, you know, that card also has really good protections for if your trip is interrupted, if you get sick abroad, if you, you know, your luggage is lost or delayed, or, or just all these different things that can happen. So um, that's an especially good one. Um, but the Amex Platinum is very good as well. Any card with a Visa Infinite logo has really good 
travel insurance perks. That includes the Capital One Venture X. Um, so, yeah, I would definitely encourage people to familiarize themselves with what these policies cover. Thanks so much, Ted Rossman, an industry analyst at CreditCards.com in New York. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is Chicago's all-news station. News Radio 780 and 105.9 FM. The WBBM Noon Business Hour continues. WBBM News Time 1230. Good afternoon. I'm Rachel Pearson filling in for Rob Hart. These are the top stories on News Radio WBBM. A federal transit mask mandate tossed out by a judge in Florida. A special report from CBS News is next. It's Travel Tuesday and the Centers for Disease Control no longer has any countries on its do not travel due to COVID-19 list. Plus, the first all-private mission to the International Space Station is set to return to Earth this week. On Wall Street, the Dow is up 354 points. The Nasdaq up 218 and the S&P 500 up 50 points. AccuWeather says sunshine, partly cloudy skies today as we reach a high near 50 degrees. Temperatures fall to 40 tonight, then a high of 53 tomorrow. It's 1231. CBS News special report. Still a lot of questions on whether to wear a mask on public transit or not. In the wake of a judge's ruling that struck down the CDC's transit masking rules yesterday, major U.S. airlines have made mask wearing optional for both passengers and employees. Absolutely fantastic. Back to normal. We got to get back to living. Shouldn't have had them on there in the first place. They're at Orlando International, but mask rules for commuter trains vary by city and transit agency, causing confusion. Sophia Kissohauer was traveling at New York's LaGuardia Airport. I suffer from an autoimmune disorder, so, you know, I do have to be careful when it comes to that. But I think it's all about personal preference at this point. As for cars, CBS's Vicki Barker. Uber has scrapped its mask requirement for drivers and passengers, though the ride-sharing app also notes the CDC continues to recommend face masks for the medically vulnerable and for people living in areas with high COVID case rates. Some airports like Philadelphia International still require masks inside their terminals before you fly. CBS News Special Report. I'm Matt Piper. The best daily deal in Chicago. The WBBM Noon Business Hour. Well, a big opening on Wall Street this morning as markets are in plus territory. We're joined by Jack Ablin, Chief Investment Officer at Crescent Capital here in Chicago. Jack, what do we attribute to uh, the, the markets today? 
Yeah, Rachel, it looks like uh, investors are celebrating uh, removing your masks and getting out and about. Um, you know, I'm seeing uh, within the S&P, of course, there were some earnings today that, that beat um, some of the, the regional banks. But for the most part, you know, if you look at Carnival Cruise Line up over 5%, American Airlines up over 6%. Whereas, uh, you know, the the, uh, the vaccine stocks, Pfizer down three, uh, Moderna down three. Uh, so clearly uh, investors are paying their attention to getting out and uh, getting around. Yeah, and it'd be curious to see if that also translates to business travel. I know that we've seen sort of the leisurely travel that's come back regardless of the pandemic, it seems. And now I'm wondering with this mask mandate lifted, what it means for businesses uh, that are trying to get their employees out and about. Yeah, right now, at least um, from a pure investment standpoint, it looks like it's really more focused on leisure. Um, you know, for example, we have uh, even the, the um, casinos are up. They figure, you know, that was probably among the hardest hit uh, with the mask mandate. Um, so right now, I think investors are still focused on uh, households and individuals getting out, um, you know, shifting away from goods and more toward experiences. Um, even the energy stocks uh, are trailing today. And and do you think that any investors maybe are dipping their toes in the water looking for value? I am thinking Lucid Motors, Tesla, some of the tech companies that, that saw a, a rapid rise but have sort of stalled out. Is that going to make a comeback as well? Yeah, I'm not sure I'd characterize it as value, Rachel. I think it's, it's possible there may be a, a short-term reversal of momentum. Um, but as long as interest rates are continuing to ratchet incrementally higher day in and day out, um, that's still, a, a, I would call that a headwind for equity investing. Um, it, it appears that perhaps if we start to see a turnaround in interest rates, that maybe we've reached the, the highest we're going to see this cycle, then that could be an invitation for longer term investors to get back in. How does energy play into all of this? I'm thinking to myself, if this mask mandate is lifted, if I'm a traveler, I'm ready to get going. But keep in mind, we still have surging energy prices plus inflation. I don't know. Is it going to balance out? I, I, what's your take? Yeah, I mean, it's, it, it's, it's hard to tell, Rachel. The fact is, as you know, um, airlines are trying their best to pass along these high um, fuel oil, uh, jet fuel prices onto their customers. Um, the most recent inflation report showed airfares up nearly 20 percent uh, year over year. So that is going to be, um, you know, a headwind, certainly. But I think that, um, you know, if if Americans really feel pretty much safe to get out and don't feel like they have to don't need to wear masks on airplanes, that may be enough, at least initially, to take one trip anyway. Also seeing some gains uh, for streaming services. Uh, Netflix, I know, is coming out with its earnings report this week. Uh, is this some of the gains in anticipation of that? Yeah, um, you know, that's a good question because that is, you know, the, the, the consummate uh, stay-at-home stock. Uh, I'm looking, uh, let's see, I'm looking down my list for net. There it is, Netflix. Yeah, it looks like uh, investors are, are, are looking for roughly $2.90 a share uh, so, yeah, that would be uh, strong results uh, for uh, a company that disappointed last quarter. We'll see if they were able to uh, bring their membership ranks back up. But you mentioned it earlier, too, and I think that this is reflective in the market, that, that investors, uh, people in general, are shifting away from stuff and more back into experiences as we're seeing things open up again. 
Yeah, that's it. Um, so generally, I would say that, uh, you know, and that's really where all the price pressure is. Uh, also, Rachel, if you look at, you know, inflation, I'm, I'm going to say goods prices up probably, you know, 12 percent or so year over year, uh, whereas uh, services are up about four or five. I mean, still high, but certainly not to the same degree as, you know, the uh, the furniture and refrigerators and automobiles and all that stuff. So as households begin to shift their purchasing away from, you know, washing machines and more, uh, you know, go to casinos or go to concerts, um, what we're going to see is that prices, the, the prices that we experience will start to come down as well. So that's good news for stocks, um, bigger picture. Thanks so much, Jack Ablin, Chief Investment Officer at Crescent Capital here in Chicago. Up next in Travel Tuesday, we're going to sort out the latest on all those mask mandates and what it means for you here in Chicago. Loaning useful information each weekday. The WBBM Noon Business Hour continues. Well, it's Travel Tuesday, sponsored by Mesero Wealth Management. A federal judge in Florida struck down the Biden administration's mask mandate for airplanes and other forms of public transportation, just as the CDC lifts its COVID do not travel recommendations for most countries. So let's discuss the fallout with Joe Sweeterman, professor of public services and director of the Chaddock Institute at DePaul University here in Chicago. Let's first of all, Joe, talk about, uh, I want to first touch on on, uh, the mask mandate being lifted for for what tra- airplanes, other public transit, and what it means for travelers. Yeah, what a crazy uh, 24 hours it's been. This really came out of blue as far as many are concerned, and we've seen the airlines really uh, instantly cease to eliminate the mask requirement. Uh, and, uh, and they're doing it, uh, interestingly enough, with uh, TSA coming along as well, saying they will no longer enforce it. So the airports, by default, are mask optional as well. The only real exceptions are like Air Canada, you know, is from a, a different flag carrier, different country. They're still enforcing it. A few of the boutique airlines are, are still uh, asking masks, but uh, it uh, didn't take the CEOs long to make that decision. Well, and here's the other thing is I'm a traveler, maybe for those longer flights, I, I could wear a mask for a few hours, maybe feel comfortable with that. But there are some really lengthy flights. So I'm curious. I'm guessing this is going to be celebrated by those people who have to sit through those, you know, 10, 12 hour flights. <laughs> Oh, yeah, certainly uh, it will be a lot of masks still worn on the flights. And we are seeing, of course, the new variant. And so there's a there's kind of a moving landscape here on, on, the, on, you know, the pandemic risk. I do think, though, uh, most other aspects of life have gone mask optional. So the airlines felt that tension on the plane with people pushing back with air rage, lots of factors affecting that. Uh, but airlines, uh, airplanes are one of the most crowded places we're ever in. So I do think we'll see a fair amount of mask uh, wearing still happen. You know, that said, uh, I do think uh, the airlines know that there's a study show that maybe 5 to 7% of traffic is suppressed just by the uncertainty of what I have to do to fly. Do I need a mask? Do I need to be vaccinated? A lot of people aren't fully informed and uh, just opt to jump in their cars. Well, the other thing, too, the CDC has now lifted, uh, I believe it was some 90 countries, all countries removed from its do not travel recommendations. So what, is, what does that mean? Does it offer any more confidence to travelers? Yeah, the uh, certainly a, a big move, too, with those 89 countries being lifted. Most were on sort of high level of uh, pandemic risk. I mean, Sri Lanka was one of the countries, for example, uh, where... Uh, you know, you had special requirements to travel there, be it uh, quarantining and so forth. So 
So that's really opened things up. And I think what we are finding that consumers don't want to do much research when they go international. You just want to know, can I book? Uh, can I go without uh, 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 quarantining? And so the simpler the, uh, the U.S. government makes those rules, the more confident people are to travel. So the airlines are celebrating this, uh, but certainly uh, we are going to see more issues as the new variant uh, does spread. Yeah, that's what's interesting. And I'm thinking about some of this. It's this laundry list of things that you need to have done when you travel, specifically internationally. It's proof of vaccination. It's a negative COVID test. I mean, it's very extensive. And so you're right. Simplifying that, I think, gives people a lot of assurances. But this is coming amid a surge in this new subvariant. So it'll be interesting to see how long this sticks around. Some people are saying, this is it, it's over, we're done. Others are saying, we've sort of seen this before where we've lifted mitigations and then they've come back. And that's certainly true. We've seen in this pandemic that even the best models miss uh, miss what comes next. And you know, we saw Philadelphia reinstate their mask mandate on, on in restaurants and so forth because of the surge. I can tell you that uh, some parts of the world, like China, I mean, things are really scary right now with the high percentage of people not vaccinated and the the pandemic uh, raging through. So, yeah, this is a long way from being over. I do think, though, that um, uh, what we are seeing here is that uh, governments are probably just going to be more aggressive in imposing uh, restrictions and pulling them back when the immediate threat ends, as opposed to just having this interminable uh, mandate, which people feel uh, isn't uh, being adjusted toward, you know, day-to-day circumstances, you know, because many of us uh, are triple vaccinated and uh, people have to judge for themselves how much risk they want to take. But boy, uh, this last day has been a crazy one. <laughs> certainly has. Thanks so much, Joe Sweeterman, Professor of Public Services and Director of the Chaddock Institute at DePaul University. You can join us at this time tomorrow for Personal Finance Wednesday. And still to come, a groundbreaking private space mission is now wrapping up. The WBBM Noon Business Hour continues. The SpaceX private mission to the International Space Station is winding down. Let's update this historic effort with Paul Hockman, president of Humongous Media and former tech editor for the Today Show. Paul, when do I get to go to outer space? Uh, well, do you have 55 million handy? Of course, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, in that case, uh, very soon. Um, but it, it turns out that the that the, the ship that's going to leave the space station, the mission is called AX-1, uh, which is basically named after the broker of the mission called Axiom Space. Uh, they are going to take four of the passengers that were up at the International Space Station back down from the space station where they've been. And, uh, and it's, you know, they're going to leave at 10 o'clock tonight Eastern. Uh, it's, it's a 13-foot-wide capsule. It's going to come back to Earth and then splash down. Uh, what's, what's interesting here is that, there, is that those private citizens. Now, one, the most important one by far, is a former NASA astronaut um, who is actually piloting this thing and commanding the mission, but it is automated. So uh, theoretically, the four passengers, three of whom are truly just investors and so forth, businessmen, um, are going to be on a glide path down to the Earth. And $55 million is the estimated cost. That nobody's really saying exactly what it costs, but that's about what they think. Okay, but still, I mean, millions and millions of dollars for what? what is this, a total of 12 days at the space station? That's right. It's about $4 million a day um, to $5 million a day, depends on your, how much it costs. But, you know, look, the, the, the fact is it's different in, in absolute, absolutely fundamental ways from what you've been hearing out before, like SpaceX, uh, you know, somebody going up like Jeff Bezos going up uh, and, and getting into the, into the upper atmosphere and, you know, zero gravity for, say, a few minutes. This, these four folks spent 
you know, as you said, 12 days up there in the space station. And it took a lot of coordination, as you can imagine. By the way, not an insignificant cost to get food up there. The estimate is 160000 per person per day to get food up there uh, and so forth. So the, the costs are obvious, but it is not available to you and me. But, at, you know, very soon, these four-minute, five-minute trips up into the upper atmosphere where you're zero gravity, that costs are plunging and it's all relative. But within a few years, a lot of people are predicting it's going to be like a first class ticket from, you know, say, East Coast to, to Europe. Uh, so that is approachable for a lot of people. Well, and as you mentioned, it's this is the first all private mission. And uh, maybe maybe down the road, the SpaceX mission becomes more manageable for those of us who aren't billionaires. Uh, I'd be curious, too. Do you get to leave a Yelp review after being up in the space station? <laughs> is that going to be something uh, where? You know, that, 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 that's a great question. You know, that the, the souffle was really disappointing. I mean, I don't know what <laughs> I would say. Um, and, and maybe you can leave a little, you know, a little autograph on the side of it somewhere. Um, but, but, you know, remember, this is not this is like I said, it's a totally different animal. One of the reasons it is a totally different animal than those three or four minutes in weightless um, space is that you are you have to train for months. Not surprisingly, because it's it's you're getting in and out of places that there where the the threat is imminent because uh, you're in space and so forth. Uh, so the training is extensive. It's not the same thing as just getting on a seat, strapping yourself in, and spending a few minutes up there. But again, it's going to be approachable for a lot of people very soon. Uh, these costs are plunging. Absolutely. Thanks so much, Paul Hockman, president of Humongous Media. If you missed any part of today's show, you can go through our stream and just skip back to the time you want. There's a pause and rewind function that works both online and with the Odyssey app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.